The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today, I'm going to challenge you to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond? So for this hour, spend the time really listening How does this information presented here today apply to you? Nope, not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person you can really change. And you are the only person that you're responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference. Yeah, I know you're busy. We're all busy. We lead very busy lives, don't we? I specialize in busy. But sometimes busy just means distracted. And distractions lead us away from our goals. Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world? When you make a decision as to how to spend your time, do you consider the impact that that decision will have? See, I had a conversation yesterday with a client of mine. He was making a decision about a a particular moment where he he had to decide how to spend his time. He'd been asked by a family member to attend an important event in which one of his parents was to receive an award. His dilemma was that he would have to take a day or maybe more than a day off from work in order to travel to attend this event. He was concerned about some interesting things. He was concerned about how this would appear to his co-workers. And he was concerned that he had made a commitment to do this work and he would have to take the time off. Um, and he wasn't really sure that it made any difference at all um, if he attended that event. And the question that I asked him to help him evaluate how to spend his time was I asked him to go into his future, 10 or 20 years, maybe even longer, and consider the significance of his being present to his parent, whether that would be remembered 
And I asked if he thought in that amount of time he would remember what he did on those two days at work or whether his attendance at the event would be what he remembered. It was a very simple exercise in evaluating the impact of the decisions we make and whether the choice that we make in how we spend our time really does make a difference. You see, I don't remember the things I do from one moment to the next, but I do remember the important things. And I remember if someone was present or not when I had a difficult time or a celebration. And I think you do too. I think that's how you remember things. Who was there to support you, both in the struggles and also in the joys. And that's what I'm asking you to do today. Consider how you touch the lives of the people you meet. Do you create sunshine wherever you are? You know, many mornings we have to create our own sunshine. We have to be the bright spot on a rainy or cloudy day. It is a rainy and cloudy day here where I am in the world. That never bothers me. I actually like those gentle rains. It's rather warm, and it's just a misty kind of rain. Absolutely beautiful. Makes everything soft. It's warm enough that our snow is melting away. And yeah, that makes it muddy. But, you know, that's part of the winter for us, is how it changes from snow to rain and back to snow again. I'm grateful this week to be back in a familiar routine and to have a very busy week. I'm also grateful for that knowledge that I have and the ability that I have to change my thinking, to know that I don't have to stay in a difficult place in my own mind. I found a gratitude list last evening as I was reading some various newsletters from different practitioners that I receive in my email box. Um, and I, I found a, a wonderful gratitude list that I just wanted to share with you this morning because um, it, it's from Belle Ruth Napperstack. She's the the energy and the force behind the Health Journeys website. Belle Ruth uh, records guided imagery um, CDs and MP3s, and Belle Ruth has has long been in the world of creating a change in one's thinking. Um, she is just the guided imagery guru out there. And she writes a, a wonderful newsletter, and she was talking about gratitude, as we have always talked about gratitude on this program. And she was talking about um, how important it is for us to consciously and deliberately place our attention on the things that nourish us and the things that bring out our feelings of love and gratitude and all the research that that supports how good that is for our health, our mental health, um, and all of the the things that just have a, an effect on our world when we are in gratitude. And so she wrote down, and she said it was um, an, a, a winter evening as she was writing this, And she wrote down her gratitude list. I want to share that with you today. Her gratitude list includes 
And this is a direct quote from her newsletter. I'm grateful for the smart, capable, and honest Lloyd who came over at 8.30 p.m., fixed the leaking humidifier on my furnace, and only charged me $60, even though he saved my basement carpeting from ruin while wrecking his own evening. Lloyd rocks. I intend to send Lloyd a lot of business. I'm grateful for my iPod and the music playing on it as I work. Music shifts my mood in wondrous ways. Very mysterious how that happens. I'm grateful for the mystery, too. Who needs to know how everything works, anyway? I'm grateful for the interruption of my working on this blog by the emails from friends sharing good news, goofy humor, and movie reviews. This is because I'm not in the mood to just work tonight. And here they are, diluting the diligence. How great is that? I'm grateful for my fake fireplace, warming my toes at the flick of a switch. The real thing may be better, but it's also more work. And right now, this particular evening, the fake but instant fire is just right. And speaking of toes, I'm grateful for the festive new coating of electric blue nail polish on mine. Looking at them makes me happy. I'm a lucky broad to have these blue toes. I love Belruth's humor. She writes like this all the time. And that... You know, I don't know how many thousands of people her newsletter goes out to, but the ones who spend the time to read her articles will have a smile on their face at the end of the day because she has this great humor. And what an incredible gift that is to share that with the world. Do you see, that's what I'm talking about. Not only... Are you going to make a difference within yourself? But when you are following your path, when you are expressing your talents, when you are in sync with who you really are, that brings light into this world. And you are a powerful beam of light. Now, we've talked so much about using your brain, using your brain in the way that it is designed to be used learning how to use your brain. And we've talked about how to make a change. You see, I just talked about gratitude, and that changes your brain. Just listening to someone else's gratitude creates that warm feeling within you, but it also creates changes in your brain. It creates new pathways, new information, builds on old information, and creates a new pattern of thinking. You know, I've told you this before, the practice of identifying three new things that you're grateful for every single day changes your brain. It changes your mood. Your mood becomes lighter. It changes your perspective. You look for good things. It changes your ability to interact with other people because you look for the positives. It even changes your relationships because as you become lighter, as you are happier, other people reflect that. Remember, we're designed to reflect the people around us. We're designed to mirror the people that we surround ourselves with. This is very, very important for you to remember because not only will you be influenced by them, But they are influenced by you. So when you become happier, when you become more positive, when you are grateful, that radiates out from you 
and the people around you begin to respond because they begin to mirror you. So as you are making changes in your life, and we always look at this time of the year, this beginning of the year, we like to have milestones for beginnings of things. So maybe you have already begun a change that you want to make. Maybe you have already begun to practice rehearsing that in your mind or preparing yourself, or maybe you've even begun to take some actions. I'm going to ask you today about that change that you've decided to make. I'm pretty sure there's something that you want to change. I don't know what it is, and I don't know what area of your life that might be. But you know. You might even have it written down already. It might be your health or your energy, your lifestyle or your wealth. And maybe you've done the preparation for that. Maybe you've gotten clear in your intention. Maybe you've begun to think about how to put it into place. Maybe you've considered all of the aspects of how to make this change. Or maybe you've started to make little steps. But the bottom line is a change is only as good as the consistent, deliberate action that you take. So... The whole point in making a change that is lasting in your life, a change that will carry on into your future and not just be a short-term little fix that you dance with for a moment, but the change that truly lasts is one that is action. There is no change if you don't take action. There is no change if you do the same thing you've always been doing. And there is no change if you do something new and then fall back into your old behavior. That's not change. That's just dancing for a moment with a new partner and then stepping back into the old ways. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about resistance to change because that will be there It's normal, it's human, but let's talk about resistance. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear that Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. 
Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic today is about shifting gears, taking action. See, when you want to make a change... You have to take action. And there's so many natural human traits that prevent us from taking action. It's called resistance. Resistance is normal. It's human. And it's probably necessary in some ways. And when I'm talking about resistance, I'm not talking about the little butterflies in your stomach that say, ooh, this is different, or I'm not talking about, you know, kind of that jitter, that jittery feeling of anticipation. That's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about resistance, I'm talking about the things that really block you, that stop you in your tracks. See, when you have a little bit of jitter of anticipation or little butterflies in your stomach, that's a good thing. That's actually a useful thing. See, that means you're running just a little bit of adrenaline. And a little bit of adrenaline is awesome. Okay, A little bit of adrenaline flowing through your body gives you the needed focus gives you a little extra energy for the action you're about to take. So it's a very, very useful hormone in your body because it allows you to tune out the distractions. See, what adrenaline actually does in your body is it redirects blood flow. And it redirects blood flow more towards those areas of your body that you need to take action. Your heart, your lungs, your muscles. So to physically do something takes the blood flow a little bit away from the thinking part of your brain. So you're not paying attention to a lot of the distractions around you. You're focused. You're paying attention to 
just the thing that's in front of you. So a little bit of adrenaline is a good thing when you want to get some action done. When you want to really focus on something, a little bit of adrenaline is useful. But that's not resistance, okay? That's not what stops you. Resistance is fear. Resistance is always, almost always anyways, based in fear. Resistance is the conflict. It's a counterintention. It's when you intend to do something else, but within you, you have a belief or a value that doesn't fit with that thing that you intend to do. I can't tell you the number of times that I've put myself in a position of being involved with some kind of a, a new adventure. And the result of that new adventure, as I looked around the people who were successful in that new adventure, were always things that were not congruent with my values. You know, I don't particularly want to live on a yacht. I don't even like the water. So when I was surrounded by people who that's what they did and that's what they loved, it felt really out of sync. Needless to say, I wasn't terribly successful in that adventure. Now, surrounding myself with people who have values of success that are more congruent with mine, I'm more easily successful as I mirror their behaviors. But do you see, my resistance would be about a counterintention. Now, most of the time, we know when something is what we want or something is not what we want. That's pretty obvious. But it's the stuff on the inside that we don't really know about that gets in our way. So if you've been working on something or setting an intention for something and you find yourself procrastinating, not wanting to take the action, one of the sources of procrastination is that internal conflict. Something doesn't fit you. Something doesn't match the values that you hold. Something isn't right for you. And you probably don't have an awareness of what that might be. So this is where raising your awareness has to become conscious. You have to bring that conflict out to where you can look at it, see it, and make a choice about it. What technique do you use? I don't know about you. I typically find a journal is most useful. Writing it down. Writing down how baffling it is to you. That's the beginning. See, when you start writing how confused you are about something, your brain starts to bring out all of the components when you're writing of that confusion. But you have to write it. You see, you can't think about it. Thinking doesn't give you the ability to step back from it and observe it. When you're thinking, you're lost in this kind of cyclical thing and you don't get anywhere. So you do have to write it down. I don't care if you don't like to write. You have to write it down. You have to get it out of your brain and onto a piece of paper. Some people draw, and sometimes their drawings have significance and show them a picture of what it is they're in conflict with. I like that too. And if you're artistic, if that's how you have learned to express your inner conflicts, is through your art, that's perfectly okay. As long as the result is that you are able to recognize those hidden messages 
that come from within. Things maybe that you've long since forgotten were even there. Your subconscious mind simply acts out your most predominant thoughts. You remember this, right? I've taught you this before. Your subconscious mind simply acts out your most predominant thoughts. And so the things that are deep within you, the thoughts, the beliefs, the values that are there, even if you don't know they're there and may have been put there without your awareness or approval, those are the things your mind is acting out. If you're not fully aware of your thoughts or you're inconsistent in your thoughts, jumping back and forth from positive to negative, then your subconscious mind cannot help but create patterns of inconsistency, frustration, and confusion. That's the basis of that start-stop that you have when you try to make a change. Or at least that's one of the foundations anyways. So you have to clear out old traumas, old resentments, grief, guilt, all of that stuff that gets in your way. None of those serve you anyways. They're old. If you're looking backwards, that's the direction you're going to walk. Have you ever noticed when you're walking down the street, if you turn around and look behind you, what happens to your footsteps? You go off to the side. You fall off the sidewalk. <laughs> well, the same is true when, with your thoughts. If you're not thinking in a focused, clear direction or on a focused, clear intent, you will end up falling off the path. Okay, so I'm not going to go into the process of clearing out old traumas and resentments, grief and guilt. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. But what I am saying to you is that you have to raise your awareness of any of those things that might be incongruent with the direction that you now want to take. It's okay if you've decided to take a really big leap forward. It's okay if you have resistance to that. Of course you do. Remember that we are hardwired for two things. We are hardwired to mimic the people around us, and we are hardwired to avoid difficulties or pain. That was a survival mechanism built into our brain, kept us alive as a species, but unfortunately, it makes it more difficult to change from something that is familiar and comfortable to something that is new, different, unfamiliar, and perhaps a little uncomfortable. It's simply how our brains work. So, in the writing or the drawing, as you become aware of the values, perhaps, or simply the messages that you were given, how do you do that? Write down what you remember from the people that raised you. How did they deal with whatever the aspect that you're looking to change. So if you're trying to change your diet habits, start with writing down what you were taught about food. You know, what kind of food was served? What were you taught in terms of the availability of food, the amount of food, the types of food, all of that stuff. How was food used for other things besides nourishment? That That's all a part of 
raising your awareness, you see, because you were given some kinds of behaviors and beliefs, attitudes and expectations, and you may not remember those anymore until you start to journal them. They may have become simply automatic for you. And this is nobody's fault. Do you understand? When you discover these attitudes, these values, it's not anybody's fault. Don't go focusing on blaming somebody for teaching you the wrong thing about mashed potatoes. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you automatically picked up what you were taught and now you can change those things that you were taught if you bring it into conscious awareness. Because that's where you have the choice. When you bring it out, where you can look it over and make a decision about, is that working for me or not? The action of deciding that doesn't work anymore, I choose something new, allows you the freedom then to make that choice. So once you have that cleared up and you have a clear focus of your intention, You still have to take the action. That's right. It's all about taking the action. So you need to figure out what are the actions that are going to be congruent with your intent. And you have to align those actions, those little daily things that you do, the itty-bitty choices that you make throughout your day. Okay. So if your intent is to create your best health in this coming year, What are the little actions that you must do to achieve that result? Let me list a few right before we go to break. And I'm, I don't mean to only focus on food and weight. I'm only doing that because it's the most common at this time of year. So let me do the list. Choose a meal plan with fresh, minimally processed foods. Increase the number of activities that require standing and movement. Practice meditation and relaxation every day. Get consistent, restorative sleep. Okay, so those are the things that would add up to creating your best health in the coming year. But that's not the little daily routine stuff, is it? It's not the little choices throughout the day. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about those little choices, those choices that we make that add up to the big goal of creating your best health. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. 
She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast, like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear that Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic has been about change and taking effective action in change. And it's such an interesting thing, don't you think, that in our resistance, we find that we have conflict or incongruencies that we can control once we have an awareness of. Now, we've talked a little bit about how to take that action, how to find and discover those things inside of you that are the the source of resistance. I want to talk a little bit about what's available to you from my website. This this discussion, last week's discussion, were based on an article by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I have that article available for you on my website. It's a free download. Just go get it, read the whole article. There's a lot of very interesting things there, and I want you to have that whenever it's right for you to read it fully. Also on the website, I want you to notice there is a presentation there on hypnotic fat band. You know, for those of you who want to lose weight, for those of you who want to find how to get past that inner conflict of creating your ideal goal weight, that is, for me, the most exciting hypnosis approach that's out there, is hypnotic fat band. I'm a hypnotic fat band practitioner. I've been specially trained in that process. And it is just an incredibly powerful hypnosis approach to weight loss and to health. Even if you don't have a lot of weight to lose, just to create health in your body long term that lasts through your lifetime, hypnotic fat brand is this incredible approach. The process takes only an hour and a half and it's information packed with strategies to use to to create a new 
focus for your subconscious mind. Remember, your subconscious mind acts out your most predominant thought. And so the hypnotic fat band approach really helps you change um, that that process in your subconscious mind, that focus to a positive, healthy weight. I do have, for anybody who's local in my area, I do have two classes coming up next week. Um, but for those of you who are long distance, it's okay. Give me a call or fill out the form. Let me talk with you a little bit about your goals and about the process of hypnotic fat band. There are many ways that I can help you, even if you're long distance. I've done long distance sessions. Yes, I know how to do hypnosis over the phone, and it's very effective. So just, you know, go on the website, figure out what part of that fits you, and send me a little line. We'll have a conversation. We're talking today about strategies for change, right? We're talking about the little actions that you take that are congruent with the change you want to make. See, it is the little choices, the little strategies that you do throughout the day that will make the difference as to whether or not you achieve your goal. And there are two things that I find are the sneaky form of sabotage, two falsehoods that we tell ourselves. Now, you know that in order to make a change and to make that change from something that you have to consciously think about all the time to something that is a habit that becomes automatic and just a part of your lifestyle, you have to spend between 21 and 30 days consciously focusing on repeating those little behaviors every single day. And, you know, those can be little tiny choices that you make. Like, how close do you park your car to the store? See, you can add more steps if you just park further away. But no, human nature, we look for the parking spot that is closest to the door of the store so that we don't have to walk so far. Well, what's wrong with walking? It's good for us, especially if we sit at our desks and sit in our cars most of the day. Parking further away actually feels good. It lets your body stretch. It lets you get a little circulation. But do you make that little choice? See, that's what I mean. Those little choices, the little behaviors that add up to the big decision that you made in that change. And so those two falsehoods that we tell ourselves. The first one is that if I just do this thing for 30 days, then somehow on day 31 something magical will happen and I'll no longer have to think about doing the change or being actively involved in the decisions of that change anymore. It's just something, you know, somebody's going to wave a magic wand. Well, that's a falsehood. You have to stay actively engaged in your decisions. You have to stay actively engaged in your life. If you choose a healthy lifestyle, there are things you do every day and decisions that are presented to you every day. Your subconscious mind does not make the decisions. Your subconscious mind simply acts out the decisions that you've already made at the conscious level. And the other falsehood, which is related to the first one, and I see this so many times in smokers. You know, the person never really decided to be the new behavior that they've chosen for those 30 days. So in other words, I see smokers who will repeat the kind of the mantra that I give them. You know, I'm now a non-smoker. I'll be a non-smoker. Okay. And they repeat that over and over and over again for 30 days. But they never decided to be a non-smoker. 
So at the end of 30 days, they're baffled when some magic wand doesn't happen and they, you know, they still want a cigarette or they decide to have a cigarette, that which is more uh, what happens. It's not that they still want a cigarette. It's that they never decided not to want a cigarette. They never decided that they were going to be a non-smoker. It's true for people who change their weight. That's why the yo-yo occurs in weight loss. Because they go on a diet, they practice a diet, but they see it as a short-term thing. It's not a lifestyle change. It's a short-term, I'm only going to do it for this amount of time. I'm only going to do it until. I'm going to do it until I lose 10 pounds or I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And after the 50 pounds, then they return back. And this is so human. This is so human. You see, when we think about change as human beings, we think about change as being uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be. Of course it's uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar. It's new. It's different. We are hardwired to avoid anything that is uncomfortable. But we also think that we're the only one doing it, Okay, that we're all by ourselves. And we think that once we're done with that change, we can change back. That normal is what we used to be. That comfortable is what we used to be. And so we change back. Unless we reinforce the new behavior, unless we reinforce the successes and the excitement of making that change, we will revert back. Even happiness. We acclimate to levels of happiness after about six months. Even big changes, you know, getting married, a new house, a new baby. After two years, we're pretty much back to our basic level of happiness, never having really changed, even though we said that was the thing that would make us the happiest. So that's also true when we're making any kind of a change within ourselves. If we don't continue to reinforce the success of this new behavior, we will automatically change back. So, you know, you have to decide as you take this action to make a change, as you take the action to be something new, something different, you have to decide that you're actually going to be that new or different person. So, You can't be a couch potato, decide to go exercise until you lose 10 pounds, and then decide to be, but having decided that you're always a couch potato, this is just a temporary thing. That's why when you observe people around you who say, I'm going to diet, or I'm going to change my weight, or I'm going to get healthier, you don't truly see people make big differences. It's actually a rare person that makes that big difference, because most of us look at life as, this is where I am. And this is where my norm is. I'll do this thing for a little while, and then I'll fall back. So this is part of the action. When you incorporate the action into every little decision throughout your day, and you continue to do that for 30 days, if you have decided that the new behavior is who you are, then you will see the magic of that internal change happening. That's the magic of using your subconscious mind. When you've decided at the conscious level 
that you are this new person, when you can see yourself as this new person, when you can feel it, and when every little behavior that you do throughout the day is that new person, then you are that new person, and your subconscious will act out that new direction. That's the secret of using your subconscious mind is that you have to have made the decision and chosen the little actions that are consistent with your result. You have to hold yourself accountable for those little changes, those little choices. And you have to be willing. You have to be willing to be a little uncomfortable as you make the change until the new behavior begins to feel comfortable, familiar, and successful. That's right. Until it feels awesome to you. Until you feel yourself being this new person, this change that you want to make. Now, we have just one more short section after we take this break. So when we come back, we're going to talk about moving you through that discomfort of change. We're going to talk about celebrating success. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning, and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about shifting gears, taking effective action. And we've talked about moving through resistance. We've talked about um, incorporating those little behaviors, that little decisions that really support the being that you want to be, okay, the change that you want to make. And we've we've alluded to and and talked a little bit about that discomfort of of when you make a change, it is uncomfortable, it's unfamiliar. And it's something that, that sometimes, you know, shifts us away from what we want to do. It's, we are hardwired to avoid discomfort. And so because we are kind of geared for that to avoid anything that's uncomfortable or painful, we oftentimes, when things are unfamiliar, even disorienting, because, you know, when you make a change in your lifestyle in any way, it is a little disorienting. It's You're a little off balance for a little bit of time until it becomes a part of your routine. And oftentimes, if we focus on the discomfort of that, how much we don't like having to do all this preparation for the food, how much we don't like going to the gym, we'll stop very, very quickly. So how do you keep yourself focused? Well, just like at the beginning of this program when I talked about gratitude and gratitude changing the way that you think, the way that you perceive your world, that's the same thing that's true when you make a change. Stop focusing on the discomfort and shift your attention to the excitement of your achievement. You've got to find a way to track your changes and to celebrate the milestones. You know, I like charts and checklists, but really I'm too lazy for anything that's complicated. So the way I keep track of accomplishments, I buy a pack of stickers at the at the grocery store, actually, or at the office supply store. And I use those stickers on my calendar in the kitchen. If I've accomplished the tasks that go into the change that I want to make, it goes on my calendar. I get a sticker that day. And for me, I like that visual reminder. I like to see that I've been consistent. See, for me, it's always about exercise. My body loves exercise. And my mind convinces me that I don't have that kind of time. Well, oh, common excuse, but it's still, it's just an excuse. And the truth is, I do so much better when I'm consistent in my exercise. So, I get a sticker every time that I accomplish the exercise that I say is right for me. So, develop a tool for yourself. Some, you know, like I said, I like the visual reminder, but... You do it in whatever way is right for you. Develop a tool, something that works for you, something that tracks your progress. You know, some people keep a log with very specific behaviors that they did or didn't do. Some people use a checklist. Some people will journal. Whatever the tool is, 
use it in a way that works for you, that helps you recognize and get excited about the progress you've made or the milestones that you've achieved. See, I don't know what it is that you're working on. You know, you could be writing a book. And if you are, then, you know, a checklist is probably a really important thing. Getting yourself through each milestone, a page, a couple of pages, a chapter, all of the things that go into the marketing of the book, all of that, that could be a checklist. And that's fine. Use that. But if it's if the change you want to make is something related to a lifestyle change, something that is, you know, little behaviors throughout the day, then I don't know if a checklist is the right thing. It becomes very complicated to do that. On the other hand, writing things down for a few days does bring you to an awareness of behaviors. And so that might be effective for you. I don't know what's going to work for you. What I know is that as you celebrate the changes that you are making, as you focus on the positive accomplishment of that change, you create more of that positive accomplishment. See, you begin to reinforce and affirm yourself. I like to up the ante because I like to do little notes. I like to do notes on the bathroom mirror, on the dashboard of my car, on my computer screen, on the refrigerator, any place that I'm going to automatically see it because my brain's going to take that stuff in even if I don't consciously let myself see it. I like to write notes of encouragement, of affirmation, maybe even a compliment, or just a reinforcement of my statement of intent. Whatever it is, make your environment reinforce what you're doing. And finally, be aware that there is one simple strategy you can do to make it easier to do the new behavior and more difficult to fall back to the old behavior. Do you know that in research it's been demonstrated that the difference between taking an action or avoiding an action is 20 seconds? Only 20 seconds. If you make something 20 seconds easier, you're more likely to do it. If you make it 20 seconds harder, you're more likely to avoid it. So if you want to add more exercise into your life, Make it 20 seconds easier to put your shoes on and get out the door. If you want to make it easier for you to avoid eating all the junk food, then make it 20 seconds harder to get to the junk food. That's right. Take all the snack bags, put them in the garage, so that you have to consciously think about where they are and going to get them. You won't do it. (laughs) It'll be too much work. Take the batteries out of the remote control, hide them, in some other room in the house, make it difficult to go find the batteries to use the remote control. That's right, 20 seconds easier or 20 seconds harder. 20 seconds is all it takes. Isn't that great? We're such simple beings, aren't we? (laughs) And as long as we understand how to use our brains, that's what will work for us. So we've covered a lot of strategies today on taking action and making that action work for you. Now, here's the call. You've got to put it in place. So what is the change you want to make? And what are the strategies that will absolutely ensure your successful action? See, knowledge isn't enough. Knowledge isn't isn't an accomplishment. Knowledge just gives you information But you have to commit to the action. 
You have to make a commitment that you are going to make this change. You have to make a commitment, not just the decision to change. You know, three birds on a wire, one of them decides to fly away. How many birds are still on the wire? Three. Nobody took the action. Nobody actually flew away. You have to choose to fly away. You have to choose to leave the nest of your comfortable old behavior and soar into this world. That's right. You make a difference. So just do it. Do what you need to do to make this change and to make it work for you to carry your change into this world. That's right. Today, make a difference. Make a difference within yourself. Make a difference in this world. Go out there. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.